If I was to sum up this supper in one word, it would be problematic. Although my guest, the cultural theorist Slavoj Žižek, would suggest with his typically performative brand of emphaticism that I rephrase his description to something along the lines of the problematic of the supper was... I shall leave you to ruminate on this semantic amuse-bouche and return to it anon. We were booked in at the Savoy Grill for no other reason than that I thought Slavoj at the Savoy would make for pleasing copy. The Slovenian philosopher had turned up dressed in his uniform de jour, a heavily creased and faded grey t-shirt and jeans. The maitre d' was instantly troubled by his apparel. From my seat at the table, I could hear Slavoj remonstrating in dangerously circumlocutionary fashion. Capitalist ideological problematics reproduce hegemonic paradox, and so on, and so on. It was soon smoothed over, however, by the maitre d', who shrugged demurely and brandished a pillarbox red collarless jacket, which Slavoj instantly approved of. Yes, very mal, I take it, snatching it from the maitre d's well-manicured hands. I watched as he admired himself in the smoke glass of the vestibule. You know, Mao said, communism is not hammer, nor is it sickle. Rather, it is ham and pickle sandwich. This means precisely and paradoxically what it does not mean, which is sort of Hegelian non-dialectic of the absolute. I mean a really non-real reality. The maitre d' clearly belonged to the Jeeves school of diplomacy, as he merely smiled benignly at this provocative rhetoric and said, Very good, sir, and showed him to his table. Once he was safely ensconced in his seat, Slavoj erupted into a strange pantomime of tics, mostly nose-tweaking and t-shirt-tugging. You know, Stalin had right idea when he... I stopped him mid-quote. Are the geraniums bothering you? I asked, thinking their scent might have set his ticks off. No, but really, Stalin! I took my cues from the maitre d' and thrust the menu his way. He scanned it with a rare vehemence, as though he was trying to read it against the grain and reveal its latent ideological concerns, like he had done with Kung Fu Panda. What will you take? You know, Stalin was always partial to marmoset gland. I'll take spaghetti a la marmosetta. I went for the pigeon hearts on toast. We made small talk until our meals arrived. Subjects included Pokemon Go, the cosmic abomination Cthulhu's recuperation into the logics of capitalism, Frank Ocean's new album, Michael Goh's new beard. A real Bolshevik. Slavoj seemed happy when his plateful turned up and tucked straight in, slurping up the spaghetti with almost splenetic fervour. You know, Stalin was a great Slavoj. I find your continued use of Stalin problematic, I said, spitting out a piece of gristle onto my plate. Well, I find your use of problematic problematic, retorted Slavoj. His beard had been properly Jackson Pollocked with jus de marmosetta. 
This facial garnish would have rendered the scene comic, were the philosophical dialectic we were now engaged in not so precariously balanced. How so? Slavoj pulled out the big guns. Simple Hegelian dialectics of the adjectival is precisely how so. Your sentence is a non sequitur, I said. Slavoj merely harumphed, nose tweaked and t-shirt tugged my riposte into inconsequence. Alas, having resolved this thorny issue, we were soon at loggerheads over dessert. We had both ordered mousse au chocolat and were eagerly embarking on our just desserts, a bon mot which quite sailed over my guest's skull, when Slavoj thought it the propitious moment to regale me with yet another well-turned anecdote. You know, this reminds me of ideological subordination of shit. No, seriously. In traditional German toilet, there is shelf so that shit is first laid out for us to sniff and inspect for traces of illness. Stop, Slavoj. Just stop. What? he cried, his mouth agape his teeth not just smeared with chocolate mousse, but almost literally caked in it, and would have been literally too, if mousse were a cake. We finished our meal in silence. Slavoj seemed eager to make amends, and proposed that we retire to the smoking room, ordering us each a generous glug of Hennessy XO, with the savoir-faire of a truly connoisseur champagne socialist. Sen grip. We were soon sat in a couple of leather wing-back chairs before a roaring log fire, where the logs comprised of first editions of Das Kapital. By this time, we were each sucking on a Monte Cristo cigar. You know, you are sucking on Castro's penis, right? <laughs> what? I exclaimed. Castro's penis! Cuban name for big cigar! Bollocks, Slavoj. They do not refer to them as Castro's penis. I think that what you mean is they do not not refer to them as Castro's penis. Oh, for fuck's sake. You're not going to try and pull that negation of the negation shit with me. Really, Slavoj? You know, just like Freud said, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Slavoj smiled disappearing behind a plume of smoke. Not when there's a fucking book deal in it, it's not. The man was in fucking corrigible. And so this tale of capitalist excess by a so-called Marxist philosopher comes to an end. But not Slavoj himself, who long into the night went on and so on and so on and so on, and so on, and so on, and so on, and so on.